0: Howdy, you're listening to the Think Brazos podcast. We host conversations with locals, politicians, and policy experts to help families thrive in Brazos County, Texas. So when you're thinking about how to make your community better, just remember, think local, think Brazos.
1: Okay, Um, this is Rick Robinson, how do you pronounce that? Robinson,
2: Robinson.
1: yes. I knew that was going to mess me up. Uh, Running for uh, the mayor of College Station, so thank you for coming on Think Brazos. Well, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, no problem. So we wanted to hear first a little bit about your background, who you are, uh, and then why are you running for this position?
2: Well, uh, my name's Rick Robinson. I'm retired and I have 32 years of government service, okay. six years with the Army, and 26 years with the Federal Bureau of Prisons. And my background pretty much is security. Okay. And the reason I'm uh, running for mayor is because uh, I'm getting tired of all of these high taxes in the community. Mm-hmm. And talking to neighbors and all that, I decided, well, it's it's time for new new ideas and new leadership in the community. So that's why I'm running, okay. to help the
1: community out. So I assume if you're talking about high taxes, uh, you're not talking about sales tax, you're talking about property tax. Property so you're a homeowner?
2: Yes, property tax. Mm-hmm. Every year since I've been here in 2008, it seems like it keeps on going up higher and higher. Right. And especially you don't raise taxes and in inflation. Yeah. That's, that's,
1: <laughs> that's what some no people good. say.
2: Yeah, it's 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 pretty
1: tough out there. So beyond is this something that you were thinking about doing for a while, or no. is it in the last no. year?
2: Uh, no, I have never gotten into politics at all. Okay. This is my first time. Uh, Not even it, a
1: school board or anything no. like that?
2: Okay. No, I just pretty much stayed out of politics, okay. and it's until this year that I decided. Talking okay. to a bunch of neighbors out in the yard, and everybody's saying about all these property taxes and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Well, you got to do something, you got to change everything. Yeah, and uh, I decided, You know what? I'll run. Right. And if you want to lower your property taxes? That's what I'm going to run on. Okay,
1: so why? Um, I think there's a number of council positions as
2: well that are open. Why mayor? <laughs> that's what my wife says <laughs> she thought i was going for council but i said well, go to the top ah i go right to the top okay uh, <laughs> i don't mess around with the little things interesting I go to the top okay have you uh just curious
1: have you talked to any um like previous mayors or anything like like that
2: about their um experience and what it's like or anything like that like i said when i got here in two thousand eight i didn't yeah. even know anybody on the council okay. or mayor got it of college station mm-hmm. uh, about a couple years ago during the pandemic and all that i didn't even know who still the mayor or council was uh kept on seeing this guy on tv and it turned out to be the brian mayor oh i'm like wait a minute who's that guy <laughs> and i found out it was a brian mayor i'm like now, that's a mayor. He's supposed to be out there leading in that, mm. out front. Where's our mayor at? He He's hiding. Mm. Not me. If I'm mayor, I'm going to be out in the streets. I'm going to be out with the police and all that. You lead from the front, not behind.
1: Yeah. So do you feel like, you said 32 years you spent in, in government service, mm-hmm. quite a bit of it with prisons, yes. law enforcement, or uh, military as well. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you think that that service is going to impact your serving for mayor if you're elected?
2: How's that? Well, one thing uh, with the military, and plus with the prisons, I was a supervisor in the prisons. I started out as an officer and then worked worked my way up to a supervisor. And I, as a captain and everything else, I managed the budgets Mm -hmm. and everything else, and I worked with all all people from different departments, mm-hmm. so a bunch of teamwork was conducted with that prison and with the military, yeah, and so my leadership that I got from the military and the prisons would help me out with okay. as mayor okay um
1: so I guess let's let's switch gears to housing affordability. You touched on it with homeowners with property taxes, but let's talk a little more broadly. Um, it is, from our vantage point, um, I work for Habitat for Humanity, we build in both cities as much as we can, but it is much harder to build affordable housing in College Station, and generally, there's a perception that it's less affordable. Um, you feel like there is still a place in College Station for low-income families and uh, why
2: there's always uh, a place for everyone to live it doesn't matter where you're at College Station Brian it doesn't matter if you're low-income or anything I mean you have you have a chance that's why this country freedom you have a, a place If you want to live in College Station, you can live in College Station, anywhere. It it doesn't matter. And I don't think government should be regulating who goes where and everything
1: else. Sure. Uh, But to push back a little bit, um, like I said, as far as the affordability, let's say you've got a a single mom with with three kids uh, who is living in, in, uh, trying to find a place to live in Bryan College Station. More often than not, she may end up living in Bryan even though she's working on campus. So she doesn't necessarily have 100% free choice here because Mm -hmm. of the affordability issue. So I think what I'm getting at is, are there, in your opinion, things that could be done at the local government level that could maybe give that single mom a better shot at living near where she works? And in in this example, it would be somebody
2: that... uh, Works on campus, for example. Um, College Station is expensive. Sure. I mean, it's it's very hard for families to get uh, a house and all that. I mean, you four hundred fifty thousand dollars or something like that. Right. But uh, you would have to get land or something and talk with developers and. I mean, you gotta sit down with them and say, "Okay, I'd like to have I'd like a low-income mm-hmm. project here. Mm-hmm. What can you do with me and everything else to make that happen?" Right. Right. And I mean, if you got if you got a lot, 100 acres or something, then you got uh, you want to split that land up and everything else. Mm-hmm. That'd be fine. I mean, but you gotta sit down with those de- the developers first. Mm-hmm true get it out true one of the things that
1: a developer in that situation can often run into is uh not always is everyone happy with the low income development going next to them um and uh so that's a big thing that the council and the mayor have to deal with Mm -hmm.
2: Um, well i mean got the residential and commercial land so you you got over here uh commercial land well let's say well let's take that commercial land and make it into a Mm, low-income area.
1: Do you have any uh, areas in mind for that? No. no, I know this is hypothetical.
2: No, I don't. Um, I would have to, if I'm mayor, I would have to look at that.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you feel that, um, I'm not going to keep harping on the same hypothetical project, but do you feel that, uh, is there a role that both cities could play in, whether it's housing development or other projects, uh, I guess what I'm saying is do you look at this community as more like two cities, one community, or two different entities that don't have anything in common or don't work together
2: well? Well, I've been here for like 13 years, right? and all you hear is College Station, College Station, College Station. Mm. So that, to me, Brian no nah that's that's another city no mm-hmm. one wants to deal with that and uh everybody's saying about uh I was at some uh little meeting the other day, and uh the one guy uh he was running for mayor for Brian, okay, and he was saying about yeah uh, college station has all these parks, so they're going to change their name to Park Place. And I'm like, <laughs> man, that's about it. But there's no uh, coordination with both uh, cities at all. I think you got College Station City Hall, wants to deal with them, mm-hmm. leave Brian alone. But you both, both mayors need to sit down and see what they can do for each community mm-hmm. as one. Teamwork. okay
1: how would that um, how would that look in practice do you have any ideas is that something that you're you're that's
2: what I would like to do okay but uh, but right now I don't think uh, both mayors or anybody else would want to sit down and mm-hmm. willing to do anything yeah but there has to be a time that you have to sit down and do it yourself and get the ball moving
1: right right
2: um
1: so have you followed uh, any of the um i guess issues going on at city hall lately uh, is are there any anything things that you're following closely because you care about them um you know some things come to mind i don't know if you heard about the macy's project oh
2: yes i heard about <laughs> that uh, that's what that's what I'm getting wasteful spending that's that's, how what, you see it. that's what the city council of College Station does wasteful spending they got uh they got this like bond mm-hmm. uh, coming up in the November 8 election I think there's like maybe five or six items they broke okay. it down and one of them's uh a fire station that's like 13 million dollars mm. Well, I'm I'm against that because there's fire stations around College Station that is understaffed. Hmm. So I would take some of that money and hire more fire stations to get them up to the, where they're supposed to be 100%. Because right now the firefighters are getting forced overtime. Hmm. Hey, they they do their eight hours. Yeah, overtime's a little bit okay, but. You get forced overtime, and you don't spend time with your family and everything else. That's wrong.
1: So you're saying personnel over new facilities. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yes. Okay. And you can update any uh, equipment and everything else there. Okay. Because if you build a, another fire station, you're back in the same boat. How are you going to staff that? It's the same uh, as the prison system was. Mm-hmm. They would build a maximum security prison somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, and they would have trouble with uh, staffing it. Hmm. Well, uh, who wants to go there? No. I mean, it, throughout the whole United States, the prison system had the same thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I was at a facility that was 100% staff and everything else. But I've been at other institutions that you got forced overtime, and people didn't like that too yeah. well. Every yeah, time was good, but again, forced overtime five days a week or something, like, nah. That's it. But... And then they got parks and everything else. They did, and Macy's, that was like, I think, almost $6 million. Mm-hmm. What, the city council going to be into uh, real estate now? Nah, they, sh- they shouldn't be a, at all. And I heard there's uh, other developers that wanted that, but they didn't uh, sell it to them because they were under the asking price. So, hmm. Wow. I so
1: it sounds wrong. like you you weren't a fan of that decision. Oh
2: then. no, I was not <laughs> a fan. When I heard that, I'm like, "There you go, wasteful spending." If you want if you want the same, then you vote for them. If you want new ideas or solutions and that, then you vote for me.
1: Okay. So, um, I guess you know we've talked about what your what you stand against but I don't feel like we've totally heard any specific priority of something that you wanna create or something that you wanna do besides the cooperation. Do you have any um, like specific ideas, goals? Where do you wanna be if you're elected in a couple of years?
2: The goal, the, goals, the goal I want is to lower the property tax. Okay. I wanna make schools more safe and neighborhoods more safe. And then also, I want to invest in the community. That's bringing other jobs, like uh, maybe high tech jobs, mm-hmm. into the community. Okay, very cool. That's that's my goals. But the number one goal is to lower the property tax. Okay. Because as a mayor, I'm i I'm not going to go for raising any taxes at all while mm-hmm. I'm in. Okay.
1: Um, as far as bringing in um, businesses, you mentioned the high tech sector. How would you do that?
2: Uh contact contact these uh, high techs. I mean, you got you got Tesla that came into uh, Austin. Mm-hmm. Okay, they didn't just show up. I guarantee someone from the governor's sure. <laughs> office or something contact them. Hey, why don't you come to Austin, Texas? Mm-hmm. That's what we we should be doing here. Contacting like Boeing. Rayathon, Rayathon—they—they're all over the place and everything else. And contact them. Hey, would you like to come to College Station? We got land here. Well, they're doing uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Amazon doing those drones now. Are they? Yeah, I had heard yeah. something about that. Well, I think that, that's good. I think okay. that was good in that. But you got to contact these uh, companies. They're not going to be like they they will be looking for places. But if you mm. contact them directly. Hey, I heard that you're gonna be leaving Minnesota or something. Mm-hmm. Why don't you uh, come down here in College Station and check out this land we have and everything else, and maybe talk.
1: Would you be willing to give these companies um, like tax breaks, economic incentives, like a lot of cities do? Because a lot of times it's a bidding war. It's where do you want to go? Do you want to go to College Station or somewhere else? Well, we'll give you less taxes for X number of years. Where do you Where do you stand on that, that kind of
2: thing? That would have to be worked out between, yeah, I can't say, well, I'm going to give you a tax break of this many years. I would have to sit down with them and Mm -hmm. work stuff out, maybe a little tax break, but not for years and that now.
1: So with, I know we've talked a lot about taxes, but, you know, a big chunk of uh, the school system is funded by those property taxes Mm -hmm. that you talked about. Uh, have you given any thought to to what could be done to make sure that College Station's kids aren't shortchanged if you do if you're successful in cutting taxes the way you'd like?
2: Well, I mean, if you got you got a a revenue, let's say five million dollars to the good. Well, why can't you take like maybe seven hundred fifty thousand of that to lower property taxes? Mm-hmm. Then you got all the other money left over and everything. So that's what I would would do. I would look at the budget. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you got people coming in the college station every day. New people coming in. So you don't need to raise no taxes. You got the revenue coming mm-hmm. and all that. So you're always in the, the green, I would call it. So I would take – look at that budget, what's in the green – and take some of that to lower the taxes. Okay. So no, no student, no school, college station is going to be cut short mm-hmm. at all. Okay. Um,
1: what other issues or areas are you hoping to, uh, I guess, affect? If you're mayor, have we been over everything?
2: Hmm. Um. I think I would take uh, the north gate. Okay. In the Northgate uh, area, I uh, hear there's quite a bit of problems and all that down there. So I would have to get with the police chief uh, for College Station, mm-hmm. plus, plus the Texas A&M University and all that. Yeah. And put, like, uh, more officers and all that down there throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because uh, I think there's like gangs, mm. a lot of gangs down there. Really? So that, yes, and that's the job of the College Station Police, the gang unit or something, mm-hmm. to get these uh, people if they cause a lot of trouble, get them off the street. Yeah,
1: all that costs
2: money and mm-hmm. uh, taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but raise the fines up and everything else. Okay. Okay. Um, have you,
1: do you have any um, ideas or, or, I guess, collaboration that you're thinking of doing with the university? Because, you know, for a lot of years, I've heard people, um, I think I heard the former police chief of College Station talking about how one challenge that College Station has to overcome all the time is that right in the center of the city or north center of the city, there's a big chunk of land called Texas A&M. It doesn't pay any taxes, and so they have to, you know, you have to calculate for that, and you really have to work strongly with the university. What's uh, do you have any plans as far as working with the university since it's right there?
2: Oh, I mean, Texas A&M is part of College Station, right. so uh, you don't just pick and choose who you want to talk to. You right. have to talk to everybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Please choose, sure. Even the even the president of Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. So everybody's involved, and I would like to get like a meeting, mm-hmm. uh, like a monthly meeting, with all the leaders and all that okay. in College Station. Could be at City Hall, it could be at Texas A and M, it could be sometimes at the police station or or the some fire 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 station or something like right. that, and sit down and talk and see what the problems are, and then we can resolve them. Okay.
1: Um, well, I guess, is there anything else you wanted to add? Or how can people watching this get in touch with you or your campaign or anything no, else? I got,
2: I got a Facebook, uh, Rick Robinson, former mayor of College Station. I go on that uh, Facebook there. Or you can uh, contact me at uh, R rrobison, R R O B I S O N, 63 at yahoo.com. Okay. And I will answer all questions ASAP.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, Mr. Robinson, uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on Think Brazos and uh, good luck. Well, thank you.
0: The Think Brazos podcast is brought to you by Bryan College Station Habitat for Humanity. Our mission is a community where everyone can afford a home they're proud of. Habitat is a 501c3 charitable organization, so we do not make political endorsements. If you'd like to support our work in the community, you can make a tax-deductible donation online at habitatbcs.org. The Think Brasses podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts and on our website at thinkbrasses.org. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel if you'd prefer to watch videos of our conversations. Thanks for listening, and just remember, think local, think brasses.